Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. You are listening to episode three. In our last episode, episode two, we talked about writing a resume, a resume that is going to help land you a winning job. And I really wanted to segue that episode into this one where we speak more about interviewing. Now, in the beginning stages of building my business, I'm doing a ton of interviewing, combing through a ton of different resumes, and I'm seeing things that I like and I'm seeing things that I don't like. And I'm really wanting to carve through this to show you guys and tell you guys what I believe is working for some people and what's not working in hopes that you will land your dream job and help you get the land the right jobs that you're seeking. So let's go ahead and dive into interviewing. So the first thing that I want to point out is to make sure that you're doing your research. When you're looking at applying for a company you need to research their social media. You be you need to be researching their website. You need to know where they are located. I would even suggest to drive by their facility, maybe even stop by the facility. I think that it's really important that you take an interest of what this business is all about to see if it's really a good fit for you. I I am very surprised how many times that I've speak to people on the phone during a phone interview and they have no idea about our website or our social media. They don't even know where we're located. And that right me to me is a red flag of you are not worthy of being on this team if you can't even do your due diligence to figure out who we are and who you're applying for. Um, to me, that was a no-brainer, but you know, this is things that we are not learning in school and beauty school and high school. So make sure that you are doing your homework, do your research, find out more about this company. You should already know the majority of services that they're offering, the price point that they're offering. You should know what their logo looks like. You should know where they are located. I encourage you all to make sure that you almost like creep and stalk the company that you are interested in. It shows that company that you take great interest and you want to be a part of what they have to offer for their employees. Um, Same thing with uh, doing creating your application. A lot of times you can go to websites and there's an application right there. So for our website, there is an area that we speak about careers. We talk about what we're looking for and what we're not looking for um, and the opportunities that are available. And there's also a button that clicks to a link where people can apply right there. So I would definitely encourage you to go to their websites and find out, are they even hiring? Um, Give them a call. I would be as proactive and almost aggressive as possible because it shows people that you are hungry and you really desire to be a part of their company. Okay, 
So hopefully I made that point across to make sure that you Google them, find out everything that you need to know about them. This will also help prepare you with questions that you may have, such as if you go to their website and you see that they have different pricing structures, that might be an indication that they have a level system. And I would want to know walking into a company of what is my what is my um, career path? Is there opportunity to grow? What would that look like? So researching on their website as well, you can find out more about a company and, and what they are offering for their, their customers. You know, if there's multiple services like hair and skincare, you know, I would want to know also, okay, so does your staff, do they do both or is it um, that is it departmentalized where you could only do one of those services? I do find that a lot of companies are shifting away from being departmentalized into having their staff be able to do multiple services. Um, There's pros and cons to that for sure. Um, What I do like about it is I feel like as a creative person, we can often get bored. You know, if we're doing the same thing over and over again, at first it may be exciting, but I don't feel like long term it's as sustainable as if okay you can do hair and you can do makeup and you can do lashes I do believe that as a creative it's important to continue our education I do believe it's good to be well-rounded however on the flip side I do believe that it's important to um, be able to be a master at one particular thing so I would if you are interested in doing multiple types of services, at least try to specialize in one, which means you have most of your education in your focus and you can say, I specialize in X, Y, Z, um, as opposed to just doing all of the services. Cause I feel like you, it will just, you'll be more of a mediocre cosmetologist or esthetician in the long run if you're just offering everything as opposed to really honing in on that one particular service. So those are questions that you're going to have to be prepared with. I would definitely write a list of questions that you can prep yourself with. That way during the interview process, you are fully equipped and ready to have these questions to have some answers for. Um, And I think that it shows that employer too that you've done your due diligence prior to showing up. So let's talk about showing up. Showing up, dress to impress. This guys should be a simple one. However, I will say, as I've met some people in person interviewing them, some people have showed up not looking the part. I would definitely recommend doing as much homework as possible to figure out, well, what is that staff wearing? You know, maybe talk to some other friends, the maybe even your beauty school teachers that ask them, you know, what would they recommend? Most schools will be all dressed in black. That's a very common dress code for most salons. So I would say you can't go wrong if you are wearing all black. I would just make sure that you are your shirt, your pants, everything is pressed out nicely. Your shoes don't have scuff marks on it. I mean, this is your first impression. I mean, okay, so if you go on a first date, you're obviously going to be bringing your A game to the table because you want to impress that person. You want to show them your best. So if you are showing up, not looking your best, not bringing your A game, then 
I would probably assume that it's just going to go downhill from there. So definitely not wearing ripped jeans or overexposed clothing, nothing that has anything um, that is offensive, like wording or pictures on it. Just dress clean, nice, professional, um, dress shoes. And also, most importantly, is make sure to have your hair and your makeup done. Now, you don't have to have a ton of money. I get it. If you are just graduating beauty school, you're probably on a shoestring budget. You guys, I have been there before. I bounced around to a few salons, and you'll learn about that in the the very first episode that I talked about um, my journey to where I am now. And we'll dive in deeper into that because there's just a lot more that I want to share with you that I feel like can help you get to your end results faster. But in the beginning, I didn't have a lot of money and I didn't have all the right tools and resources to help me. And that's why I'm sharing this podcast and this information with you because I don't want it to be as difficult. But I will say, and in my interviewing process when I was really starting to get serious about my career, you guys, I went to a secondhand store and I bought an outfit to wear because I didn't have anything else that looked nice. I went to a secondhand store and, you know, some of you guys may be in that position where it's either secondhand or a Goodwill store. There's nothing wrong with that. I will tell you that, and I had shoes that I bought at a garage sale. So it definitely, it was on a shoestring budget for sure. But I walked in there with my hair done, my makeup done, my outfit was clean. It was nicely pressed. My shoes didn't have scuffs. So what? Somebody else wore it. But I walked in there very, with confidence. I walked in to the place that I wanted to get that job and... I gave it my best. I brought my A game. And I want you guys to also be bringing your A game as well. And, you know, make sure that your hair's clean, that you brushed it. Maybe you curled it. Your makeup is fully done. Um, I, I'm a lipstick girl myself. I always think if you wear red lipstick, it just shows um, confidence and power. Um, just looking in the mirror as well. You know, we know as cosmetologists, estheticians, makeup artists that when you look good, you feel good. So dress to impress, dress for success, look in the mirror and give yourself some positive words of affirmation of you got this, you can do this and you deserve this. So dress to impress guys. It's easy. Make sure that hair and makeup is on. Um, also check your attitude. Also, um, one of the things that I'm looking for is people who do not have egos. I need somebody who is coachable, teachable. I don't want somebody to come in and say that they, they know it all. They've been there. They've done that. You guys, I've been there. I've done that. And I still don't know it all. And I am still learning today. I think that's so important to have that student mentality. And the one thing that you can control is your attitude. So making sure that you check yourself at the door before you walk in. You can go in there confident, being confident, but there's one thing from being confident to having an ego and saying, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm too good. Um, so walking in, um, being humble, knowing that, you know, you're here because you want to help them and you also want them to help you. It's a win-win situation. Walking in with a smile, 
Um, we know that n- nerves can definitely um, weigh heavy on us because we're not for sure what's going to happen. It's very, can be uncomfortable um, knowing how the conversation would go. But walking in with that smile and just feeling that positivity, feeling that excitement. I feed off of other people's energy. And I, I feel like somebody is coming in with some negativity or too quiet, I may not hire that person because my fear is, are you going to bring that into my house and that's going to affect the rest of my team? I can't have that. I can't have that. And no, no other employer um, wants to have that either. So making sure not only are you looking the part, but your attitude is playing the part as well. Now, if you're not naturally like that, I don't suggest that you try to be somebody you're not. But if you're not feeling like a very positive person and energetic and have enthusiasm, then maybe I would would do a little soul searching before even entering this field of cosmetology or makeup artistry because we need to bring that to the table every day for our clients because the clients are seeking that from us as well. Not only do they want to look beautiful, they want to feel beautiful and they're going to be absorbing our energy as well. So make sure that you are checking your attitude, dressing to impress. And the next one is making sure that you confirm that appointment ahead of time. Whether it's a phone interview or an in-person interview, I would highly recommend however your point of whoever your point of contact is or however they um, got in touch with you first. Was it text message? Was it email? Was it by a phone call? I would, the day before, 24 hours before, I would make sure to contact somebody and just confirm that this interview is going on. Um, Normally, this is something that I would do. However, if you jump the gun, wow, you already are blowing me away that you're showing me that you're accountable, you're responsible, you have great communication skills. You know, we've read your resume. Now we got to see things in action. You have to prove what you're telling us in that resume. And so by confirming your appointment, I feel like speaks volumes for you. The next thing that can speak volumes for you is showing up early. If somebody is showing up late, no way. You might as well just not even show up because I'm not for sure if I'm going to buy your excuse. Because if your first impression, you're already giving me excuses, I guarantee you're probably going to continue giving me excuses along the way in our uh, relationship as employer and employee. So confirm your appointment and show up early. Now, there's also some things that I would recommend that you bring to your interview as well. I would have these things prepared ahead of time and be prepared to have questions being asked from you and questions that you need to know from the get-go because nothing is worse when you are a part of a team and it's been, maybe been a month, and all of a sudden things are coming up that you're like, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was the dress code. I didn't know that I had to work on the weekends. 
I didn't know that this was the expectation. That is like the worst thing that can happen. And I feel bad for, you know, both sides of the employee not being known in the known and for the employer for almost wasting their time for a month on that person. So here's a few things that I would suggest bringing to your interview. So I would bring either an iPad with your portfolio. Um, You could bring pictures in as well. I feel like most people um, with the technology now, you easily can have all of your images uh, collective on either your phone or your tablet. I would have that fully prepared and ready. Now, you don't need to have a ton of images to wow somebody. I would say if you can grab maybe five images of your best work that you've done, whether it's lash extensions from a class, whether it was your best friend's sister's makeup, it doesn't matter. It's, it's more so showing that you are serious about your career and you have beginning work um, to show the employer. And I'm not looking for a superstar from from straight out of the gate of beauty school because I do need somebody that I can coach. It gives me at least a point of reference of where you are at and what you like to do. So as long as this is a, a very clear picture, I mean, even on your iPhone in the portrait modes, uh, if you have that type of phone, you can take some great pictures. So I would just su- suggest if you can come up with five images that you created yourself that you could show the employer. And maybe you could speak a little bit about that. You know, like let's say you are doing lash extensions. So you took a class, you took a before and after And you could show that employer and say, you know, my resume, I went to XYZ class and we learned how to do a classic set of lashes. And this is my before and after. And you could maybe talk a little bit more about that experience of, you know, this was a two day class. I had a, I paid my way to go. I had to fly out to the state to take this class. And what I really learned was, Uh, yada 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 I would just go into a little bit more detail um, with enthusiasm too to to let them know you're really passionate about this you're really excited you're excited to grow your business in this area having a portfolio as you're building your business is going to be crucial because people want to see are you capable of creating this for me, whether it's makeup look, a hair, lashes, whatever beauty services that you are offering, people need proof. So bring just, I'd say five pictures, your best pictures possible, and have that ready to speak about to uh, your employer. I would also have prepared a W-2 or a 1099. This is probably something that you should uh, be in the known during your phone interview or at least um, a, a clear picture of what type of employment this is. Are you an independent contractor? You would need to bring your 1099 uh, or are you a employee, which you would be a W-2. Um, so make, making sure you have that information prepared in advance um, is because they're going to want that before you can even start anyways. Um, possibly even bringing a voided check if they're doing direct deposits. 
So if you're not clear on what type of employment or is if this is an independent contracting position or how you were going to get paid, these will be your list of questions that you will need to have prepared prior to arriving for your interview. Um, even have this prepared for a phone interview. I would let the employer kind of lead that conversation for your phone interview because I'm sure that they're seeking direct answers for questions that they have of, of that specific person that they're looking for. Um, but these are really important things that you need to have at least in the back of your mind of of what... Um, of what you're getting yourself into, you know, maybe you're seeking employment, but you would love to eventually be independent. Do they offer that? Some companies do. So you definitely want to want to know, like, how are they going to pay you? Also, what is the schedule going to look like for you? And what the dress code is. So I know that that pay conversation can be a little awkward, um, especially like who's bringing up this conversation up first. How much are you going to get paid? Is it a sliding scale? Is it a set commission? Is it hourly? Is it hourly to commission? I would highly recommend though, as you are starting out, as you are building your book, I would recommend doing hourly into commission. And I would make sure that that commission is fair I know some companies will give you, let's say, 40%, but then they will deduct a percentage, like 17% from that top of the line for products. Um, I'm not for sure how I feel about that because I find that that's a little deceiving. However, as a business owner, things are expensive. I mean, between getting beverages and color and products and back bar products, um, from rent to uh, insurance uh, to taxes, it's extremely expensive. So I can understand how some people would take that out. Um, however, I feel like you might as well just tell that person that you're really going to get be getting 30% um, commission. Um, so make sure that you are very clear on what that pay scale looks like. Also, are you going to get any repercussions for uh, retail? That's important to know. Um, and then also, too, is there any bonuses? You know, I believe it's really important to offer bonuses for people who are hitting their goals. Um, and this could be bonuses such as tickets to a game, it could be a $100 gift card, just some type of incentive that is, it makes it even ex more exciting and rewarding to hit that goal. Besides the, the basic satisfaction of accomplishing something, I find that having something else to reach for that's even um, like icing on the cake, I, I find that that is really encouraging for the staff. It's kind of fun to have that playful competition as well amongst your staff members. So find out a little bit more about that. Maybe question, the question could be like, how are you going to encourage me and your team to hit our goals? Because let's face it, guys, sometimes it can be difficult in the beginning and, um, you don't want to be discouraged and you always want to feel encouraged and coached by your leader. And that could be another question to ask is, 
how will you lead me? How will you guide me? And I don't feel like these questions are to be dismissed because I would be really curious to know, like, you know, some people are just not naturally motivated or driven. Not everybody is wired that way. And if you are, maybe eventually you will also be a business owner because it takes it takes a lot of courage and of that strong mentality to accomplish that. But I would want to know, how do you lead me? How will you teach me? What is their training program like? Some training programs are six months. Some I've heard are where you shadow the um, main artists for a year before you can even get on the floor. Now, I personally find that to be a very long time. Um, It would not hold my attention personally, but if this is a company that you truly want to be a part of, you see a clear vision for your career, then absolutely, if that's the process, then trust it. And and I feel like that's in the beginning, you, you have to be very trustworthy of that the employer is going to take care of you and train you. Also, are they inviting outside education in? Are they sending you to education classes? Are they investing in your education? In the beginning, it's so important that you continue your education. If you just um, have been certified as a makeup artist, if you just graduated beauty school, aesthetic school, you guys have your license and you should know your safety, your sanitation, but there is so much more to learn. And you really should be in an environment that can help support you learn those things. You need to be coached. And you need to be mentored. And this is how you will become successful in the beginning if you just trust the process and put yourself in an environment that can support your education. Now next, you want to know what your schedule is going to be like. Some places require you to work weekends. Maybe it's some weekends. Maybe it's all nights. Maybe it's going to be on holidays. I would be very crystal clear about what the schedule will look like. Um, Some people are more flexible. Um, I would just want to know, what is your expectation? Do you want me to be part-time? What does that mean? How many hours are you thinking? Do I build my own schedule or do you create it for me? Um, What if you needed time off? What if your family takes a vacation? Have these questions prepared So you can easily jot notes and make sure that what you are getting yourself into signing up for is meeting and aligning with your morals, your values, your vision of how you want your career to start. This, I feel like, will really help you guys so you're not bouncing around from salon to salon and and, uh, suite to suite trying to figure out where you belong in this industry. The next is the dress code. Um, some of I find that some of the, the younger students getting out of beauty school, aesthetic school, this is something that's really important to them. They don't want to be at a cookie cutter salon where everyone is dressed all in black. Um, if, if that's important to you, then make sure that you are putting yourself in an environment where you feel like you fit in. Now, there's some salons I know where, like, they're super edgy. They're, they've got lime green hair, ripped jeans, tons of piercings, tons of tattoos. If that is, if that is your style, 
then make sure that you are putting yourself in that environment. Now, our environment, personally, I would say that we're more fashion forward, trendy, classy, um, and so we are also attracting that type of clientele. So pay attention to that as well, because if you are looking to do fashion colors, really edgy cuts, you're going to need to be an environment that is going to attract that type of client. If you're looking for more of a high-end client, maybe extensions, uh, maybe a lot of blondes, um, you know, make sure that you're putting yourself in that environment as well. And to piggyback off a dress code, also the location as well. Um, you know, are, are you are you in an environment that's not very visible? Um, are are you in a more of a high class area? Like, what is the demographics of the area that you are looking into of where this salon or the, wherever the suite or specific location is located? I would kind of look around too like what does it look like from the surroundings making sure that okay if I'm going to be here for the next two years maybe even five years I want to make sure that I can build up a business and I am attracting the clients that I want to work on I'm wearing the clothes that I feel most comfortable wearing and I'm able to have that schedule that is ideal to my lifestyle right now I would just make sure to have this important conversation because this way you're not already into uh, your your career six months down the road and all of a sudden you're blindsided by, oh, I didn't know that. So, it, you know, this is just the important part of the interview is to just making sure that you're on the same page, that their vision and what your vision of your career is going to look like is is matching. Um, also, I would want to know too, like if they're offering a date that you can come in and shadow, you know, that way you can get an idea of what is this team that you will be on? What is their personalities like? Will you be fitting in? You know, just because you feel like, oh, they're wearing clothes that I think is cool too, doesn't necessarily mean that the personalities are going to gel well together. And that to me that means the most is making sure that our personalities, that we can all get along. Of course, as an employer, I want everybody to get along and, and be friends and like each other and like working together. But, you know, let's be realistic. We all are different people. We all have different personalities and we may not always, we may not always um, be well aligned with the people that we are working with, but it's important to at least be able to work together. Um, so picking out a date that you would be able to shadow, I think is also a great way to say, um, you know, let's not 100% commit, but you know, if I can shadow your team, um, whatever that, however that may be, is it, is it shampooing or blow drying? Is it just observing for a few hours? It at least gives you insight of what a day in a life could be like if you were working at that place as well. So I, if they haven't offered that, maybe ask if that would be something possible for you to do. Um, especially if you're 
slightly on the fence during the interview process of, you know, is maybe you're really intimidated. I don't know. I can't answer that for you. But I do know that shadowing is a great way that you can know, am I going to work well with this person? Um, one of the girls that I hired not too long ago, um, she came in, I had her shadow and I instantly knew that she was a right fit because she just, she just got in there. She, she did what she was supposed to do. She did things also without asking that just needed to be done. Like there's hair on the floor. I'm going to sweep it up. There's a dirty towel. I'm going to throw it in the laundry bin. I think that taking that initiative during a shadowing and you guys, if this is something that you would love me to dissect even more and talk about how to land um, an opportunity to shadow somebody or an assist, you know, whether it's a makeup artist um, or at a salon, let me know if this is something that you guys would love to know more about too. But I do believe a date that you can shadow even for a few hours, it gives you a better idea of what this could look like for you. And you'll just know, you'll know in your gut that this feels good. This feels right. Or it could be the very opposite of, you know what? I just, something's not right. It just doesn't feel like the right one for me. And you know what guys, that is okay. Because at least in my small town, there's over 220 beauty salons that you can choose from to go to. So be selective. I think that that is important because the worst thing I think you could do is keep bouncing around because you're never going to build your books well that way and create consistency. And in fact, at that point, if you're bouncing around from salon to salon, you might get so discouraged that you might feel like, you know what, maybe this industry isn't for you. And I wouldn't want that to happen. So definitely look into a few places that are aligning with the things that are important to you. What's important to you? Is it being in a fun environment? Is it having great education? Is it a place that gives you that freedom and flexibility that you need because, um, because you have kids? Or maybe you like to travel a lot. Whatever is really important to you, whatever those values are, write them down. Have that written down prior to even going into this job hunt. And make sure that the places that you're applying to already align with those things that are important to you. Because it will make this process so much easier. So I hope that you guys enjoyed um, the breakdown of interviewing in person. So just to recap, make sure that you are looking into the company that you are applying for, such as their website, their Instagram, make sure where they're located. When you arrive, make sure that you show up early, you're dressed to impress, and make sure that you are prepared with your questions of what you need to know prior to starting. If you guys have any questions, leave me some, um, leave me a question in the show notes here. If you'd like me to dissect something more, such as um, how to shadow, let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. So until next time, guys, I want you to stay positive and enthusiastic. This is such an amazing industry to be in. And I'm so 
I'm so happy that you are a part of this. All right.